0: Welcome to the Feminine Agenda Podcast. My name is Allison Walters. And I am Sarah Sada. And we are clinically
1: certified mindset, relationship, and lifestyle experts, feminine energy influencers, and multiple six-figure entrepreneurs.
0: If you're interested in mastering the flow of feminine energy, improving your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health, and unlocking divine bliss and joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. The purpose of this
1: podcast is for women to integrate, heal, and align themselves so they can fully unleash the wild feminine inside and manifest immediate results in relationships, finance, health, and happiness.
0: Let us provide you with the inspiration, motivation, actionable tools and techniques to produce the results that you've been yearning for your whole life.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in today. We promise the message that follow will leave you feeling unleashed, excited, and joyful. <laughs> so today, Allison, we're going to be talking about self-love. And what is self-love, Allison? Like, really, like
0: people say, oh, you got to love yourself. But what does that really mean? I think people often think that self-love is going to the gym. It's, you know, you see all these motivational posts. Self-love is doing the hard things. Self-love is, you know, doing things that you don't want to do because they need to get done. And self-love is making yourself go to the gym. Self-love is waking up early, Mm. you know, (laughs) all of these different opinions that people have. And it seems like Oh, you can... It, it's kind of a logical thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, if I loved myself, perhaps I would be going to the gym. Yeah. And if I loved myself, perhaps I would eat better. And I'm here to tell you that that's not the case. It's just not. Because it, it sounds like that's love, but what that is, is doing.
1: Yeah, and we're not discounting the people doing these activities. Oh, absolutely not. By any yeah. means, you know? But we want to have this conversation on a deeper level. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because you know I've worked with people, Allison. They want to love themselves, but the moment I'll give you an example, they go ahead and eat that hamburger, and then all the self criticism comes in, the self loading comes in, and then they drag themselves to the gym for two hours because of a burger, right? And
0: it's a form of punishment in of itself. Is that really self-love? I wouldn't say if you're punishing yourself, exactly. that's anywhere near love. Absolutely not. And what you say is true. Like, a lot of people do do these things. They they eat right. They have amazing bodies. They go to the gym all the time. And their skin is clear. Mm-hmm. And yet, they don't love themselves. Yeah. Right? And it's like, oh, why, why wouldn't you love yourself? You have all these things. You do all these things for yourself. You're doing the right things. Therefore, you should love yourself. And... Again, not discounting the people that do do these activities, but having things or doing things does not preclude love, yeah, for yourself.
1: There's a danger in that because then over time,
0: people can become prisoners to their
1: own activities. Mm,
0: yes, it's like if I don't do this activity, then I'm gonna hate myself. Exactly, right? Like, oh, I didn't go to the gym this morning, therefore I'm worthless. I had a client who would wake up every morning and not every morning, but some morning she would wake up and sleep past her alarm. And she would think, well, if I don't wake up on time, then my entire day is thrown off because I just lay in bed thinking about how I should have done something different. I should have gotten up. I just hate myself for not getting up on time because now I'm running late. And then I run even later because I'm busy making myself feel bad. Right. And that's just like, so you slept in yeah that's all that's all that happened are you not a human being like what would you what would you say to a child who slept in right that this this like vengeance this kind of meanness towards oneself is not self-love
1: yeah
0: and people don't really know what self-love feels like again it's it's of the body it's within yourself right yes to kind of understand what it feels like think about a dog like, if you've ever had a dog yeah. in your life, then you have experienced unconditional love towards yeah. you.
1: Say a little bit more about unconditional love, Allison, because oh, I yeah. think our listeners need to understand by what we mean Yes, when we do say unconditional love.
0: Absolutely. Well, self-love, people, I think the model of self-love that people talk about right now and that is most popularly promoted online is actually conditional self-love. Mm-hmm rather than unconditional self-love which is the only kind of self-love that's really worth having because to love without condition it's a love that is unconditional it means that no matter what you do no matter what you have you love yourself yeah you know if your self-worth self-love is tied up in going to the gym every morning at 5 a.m and then one day you you know heaven forbid break a toe and then you can't go to the gym does this mean that you're not worthy of self-love no it's
1: just conditional if I do this if I reach my goal if I get the perfect relationship only then I can be happy and love myself yes that is a love with condition and it is not unconditional love and I'm going to tell women that if you're listening and you're beginning to see where in your life you're loving yourself conditionally it is expected that the world's going to reflect that condition on you
0: Oh, absolutely. If you're loving yourself conditionally, then all you will see is other people loving you conditionally. Yeah. So it's like from a parent, let's say, like the only time you experience love is when you're getting praise from them. Mm-hmm. The only time you experience love from a partner is when you're doing things, performing actions that make them give you positive reinforcement. And what it leaves you, especially women, is just drained. It's like yeah. give 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 yeah. give and your cup is
1: empty. And we've been conditioned in society that to get love, we have to overgive to Mm -hmm. other people. And that can deplete someone really fast. So for love to be unconditional, it's a matter of loving yourself without condition. Kind of like you mentioned about the dog. Like a puppy. Like a puppy. Yes. Or if you're a parent and you have kids, it's like that love is there. You love your kid unconditionally no matter what they look like what they've done that love is still there and it's just unconditional and now it's a matter of bringing that love to yourself just like you would love a kid unconditionally and can you imagine what would happen if people started loving themselves like they love other people and they bring that own love to themselves yeah like when thing doesn't go right you're like your own parent your own love your own source of love
0: yes Absolutely. When you're not loving yourself and you make a mistake, imagine a, a baby with no self-love, right? Like, they're trying to walk and they fall down and then they just sit there and look really pissed off at themselves. <laughs> and they're just like, this little baby beating themselves up, right? Now imagine yourself in that place of that baby. How are you, a baby, a baby is a great example actually, I like this. Because it's like, a baby does nothing, does it? Does a baby wash your laundry does a baby like call you and remind you that the baby loves you does the baby clean up the kitchen does the baby make money Mm -hmm. (laughs) for you no does the baby is the baby then not worth anyone's love absolutely not the the baby is loved unconditionally it it poops on you it throws (laughs) up on you (laughs) And it's like, I still love you. You could do anything. Yeah. And you would still be loved, right? It's love without condition and it's a practice.
1: And when people
0: are not loving
1: unconditionally to themselves, a lot of time there's no room to learn about who they are. There's no room to grow into... true self or blossom into something else or transform you know just kind of like a caterpillar transform into (laughs) a butterfly you know and the question is are you providing that space for yourself to just go with it and give yourself the space to be gooey exactly like when you make a mistake you know are you very forgiving of yourself
0: And I know some people, they're very forgiving of other people. Oh yeah, they're great with other people, right? They could do no wrong almost. Even when they're treated badly, people still forgive those people.
1: Exactly, like if they're not performing, let's say, and they start like... You're so bad, you know, or start calling themselves stupid or not wordy. All because of a skill that they probably haven't perfected yet or have practiced enough. It's kind of like a kid, the analogy of a kid. Imagine if you're a kid and you're learning and someone's at your ear saying all the time, you're so bad, you're not going to amount to anything, you're dumb. Like think about the environment for that kid to grow into.
0: Absolutely, yeah. The
1: environment would be so corrupt for that kid, and would don't, they blossom in yeah. that environment, or would they like kill their confidence and self-esteem? But now they would never get up and walk again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But now, what you want to do is ask yourself when you're dealing with you, what kind of environment am I creating for myself, myself and me?
0: Yes, and it's you know this reminding yourself of of this practice. It really is a practice so it is a
1: practice
0: it is a practice because there are many
1: benefits that comes with it yes and some of the benefits are that you'll be satisfied with who you are yes once you do that you'll never have to look for self-approval anymore and mm-hmm. other people
0: because your cup is filled by your own mm. self-love you have it it's it's created it's like an endless wellspring yeah. inside of you that's just constantly- it's contained filling up you create this container inside of yourself that you love yourself and you give yourself space and environment so it's like okay i really want this cheeseburger so imagine on one hand you eat the cheeseburger you feel resentment towards yourself you feel hatred towards yourself you feel like guilt and then you run to the gym and you run 10 miles Mm -hmm. and you know work out for two hours that's that's one option right yeah and then imagine bringing inside of you bringing to your awareness this container inside of you that you can just fill with self-love when this craving overcomes you you have this cheeseburger and yeah and it's really
1: great allison what you're saying because on one hand like the going to the gym the punishment if you really look at the intention it's either love Oh, yeah. Right? And then on the other hand, it's like they're taking to themselves, and it's love too. So the greater intention to begin with was the intention to love myself.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's almost like... You're right. The punishment comes from the intention of like, okay, if I can do this, I can love myself, and I will love myself more if I do this. Yourself want to have a little fun with a burger. With a burger, right? So now embodying this self-love, what that would look like is bringing to mind this container of love inside of you and saying, okay, I'm going to eat this burger and making the choice to eat the burger. Like, okay, I'm going to eat this burger. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to savor it because I really want it, right? I want this like messy, gooey burger. And you just like enjoy and savor every single ounce of it. And then you just allow yourself to enjoy it and be happy and let yeah. in the happiness that it brings you that you were looking for. Yeah. And, you know, then you can consciously make the choice of like, okay, now what does my body want to do? Does it want to work out at the gym? Does mm-hmm. it want to continue on? My, like, what is it? But wh- by r- you're going to eat the burger anyway, right? Yeah. So you might as well uh-huh. give yourself the grace to love yourself mm-hmm. unconditionally without conditions while you're doing whatever it is and also i think to add
1: to that allison it's very important to bring to awareness that there's a lot of people that turn self-love into these rigid activities it's kind of like i'm gonna eat salad all day i am gonna stay on my purpose all day and there's no room for fun and the body's crying out please let me have some fun let me have some fun right But then it's really like that room. You have to leave room for you to feel good. And in that moment, your body, the intuition of your body is looking
0: to get some relief. And the relief doesn't have to be a cheeseburger. We're not trying to push cheeseburgers on people. Oh my God, we've been talking about cheeseburgers. You're right. I think we should go to In-N-Out. But anyway. Like it's, it doesn't have, like if you're craving joy, if you're craving that, whatever feeling you're getting from this cheeseburger, you can absolutely get it from somewhere else. Can't you? Yeah. From the wealth of your own love. Yeah. You can get it from the wealth of your own love. You can get it from what is something that you do with yourself that makes you so joyful and happy. Is it like playing with a kitten? Is it walking Mm -hmm. your dog? Is it enjoying the sunshine outside? Mm -hmm. Find a way to create that feeling of that cheeseburger in, yeah. in some other way yeah. give yourself that fun yeah. that joy
1: you it's, know? it's just a lot of time it's the body looking for the dopamine feel good right yeah and I, as you shared with me Allison about the time when you were in college and I think it'd be great to share that with our listeners because you know to access the real unconditional love it usually come and tests you when you're in hard times
0: absolutely it, and what we said earlier was that it is definitely a practice mhm And it was really tough for me in college because I struggled a lot with loving myself. It was very hard for me to love myself. And as a result of not loving myself, I really experienced a lot of of hardship. And it's so funny because the the time when you're in the midst of the worst situation is the time where you most need to practice loving yourself. Yeah, and the practicing, Allison... Is helpful
1: because then, when those times come, your body's yeah. already attuned to how to uh, interact with the situation. Yes. That's that's why we say it's a practice. Exactly. Right, because it's the habituated ways that's going to take over in
0: those times. Uh-huh. And it's funny because people are practicing all the time and they don't realize it. Like, what mm-hmm. if you're not practicing self love? I hate to say it, but what you're practicing is possibly some form of self-blame it's like you're integrating that into your body like self-blame self-hatred and it's like a pattern that you have created into a routine that automatically comes up it's like a habit it's like an itch that you just have to scratch you just have to feel bad yeah just have to suppress yourself and that was definitely where I was at in college because like I said I went through one of the worst situations of my life when I was a teenager I got sexually assaulted and it took me years to come to grips with that and it wasn't until i started doing the work around fiercely loving myself then i allowed myself to be open and feel that pain inside the container of my own love for myself and then i was finally able to shed that and just let go and you know, one of the things that I actually spoke about on my social media was during this time for about four years, during college, like the entire college experience, I would not look at myself in the mirror. There's I, a lot
1: of women that cannot. You'll yeah. be surprised. And, you know, we work together in practice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women that they'll go to the bathroom and turn off the light Yeah. so that they don't look that at was me.
0: In the wow. morning, I wouldn't turn on the light. I would... I would barely look at myself... I wouldn't look at myself while I was brushing my teeth. Oh, my God. I would never wear makeup because I would have to look at myself. Yeah. And the times that I did wear makeup were rare, you know, for special occasions. And I never felt pretty. I I resented my body. And I began to experience a lot of health issues. And, you know, I began to get chronic yeast infections. I experienced you know hair loss yeah and it was so funny because when I shared about this like not being able to look at myself in the mirror for for that time during college one of my friends from college responded back and she was like are you kidding me you I thought you were so pretty I thought you were so confident I thought you were so happy and I just thought to myself like not not all that glitters is gold that is so true and people really think They can look at someone and say, oh, she has it all. Yeah. And they have no idea. What's going on inside. Inside, it was like (laughs) so bad, right? And yet people see this shiny facade on the outside and assume that I had nothing to complain about, right? And it's like people walk through life and they're dealing with stuff and you have no idea what people are dealing with. And what there is to bring is like this empathy this compassion and also on on my part like vulnerability of what I was actually dealing with because it really would have been an opportunity to connect with people and not feel so isolated in that self-hatred and that's really why I'm so excited about this episode because if there's a girl out there who's listening to this and is like that's me I can't look at myself in the mirror like I want to say to you directly like my heart to your heart it gets better, it gets better, and you're worthy of love, and you can experience that love at any moment inside of yourself, and all it takes is practice. Amen, sister. And then you can glitter as much on the inside as you are glittering on the outside. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That is what I want. I I
1: think that's such a beautiful unraveling, Allison, you know, because in younger years, it's kind of like we're trying to find out our womanhood, and this world, and sometimes it doesn't pin out the way we want it. And then oh, you have sure. a situation like an assault.
0: And, that, and you think, oh, look, I'm ruined. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And usually when people go and say, oh, look, I'm ruined. It's like what they're doing is closing off to their own love. Absolutely. Closing off to their own pain. And that get, you know, reflected to the bigger outer world. Yes. And, you know, and that's a perfect example of the disconnect that most women feel that they can't look at themselves in the mirror. Yes. It's just like the outer manifestation of that disconnect that's happening in there. And, you know, it's part of a deeper issue. Yes. And the deeper issue, it's really not that complex. It really is about connecting with your own love.
0: I, I pity the boyfriends that i had at this time because how could they love me when i had no idea yeah. how to love myself or allow myself to be loved or feel love or f- even experience the emotion of love you're right yeah now the other thing i want to
1: add to this is you know to the mirror tank because we do work a lot with women who who cannot look at themselves and they yeah. are fine women they're super successful woman. Right. You know, voluptuous it's woman. It's so easy
0: to see the beauty in someone else, isn't yes,
1: it? Yes, yes. And which brings me to exactly what we're going to say, what, what, to what I'm going to say, is beauty. Beauty is from inner, and then it reflects on the outside. So how we feel inside about our own love is the real beauty. And it's that beauty when we look at it, we're like, wow, I'm worthy of love wow it doesn't matter what you look like but beauty is from the inside out yeah that when you walk in the mirror wow i'm beautiful my hair is messy that's different <laughs> oh, that's, that's unique that's very unique Who is she? Mm-hmm. Ah. right yeah it, it's like
0: the inner beauty begins to shine yes
1: when you're connected to your
0: own love and it's simple and it, again it's a practice it There's is. some days I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, ugh, Prada bags under my eyes, you know? And then I remind myself, like, oh, wait, I'm alive. That's beautiful. Yes. This is an opportunity to absorb my beauty. And again, it's a practice. Exactly. And, you know, Sarah, like, you shared with me about your self-love journey as well. Like, would you share that with our listeners as well?
1: Yeah. You know, my self-love journey, Allison... The way it manifested for me was that this lack mentality. I was never, it was never enough. It was like somewhere I needed to get to. Mm. But it was my own self lack, insufficiency inside of me. It was just a reflection that my cup wasn't filled up.
0: So you were looking for it elsewhere.
1: Everything outside was what was going to make it. It was the career, the amount of money I make. The partners that I date, it was kind of like I was looking for it from the outside. Now, I some people, they attribute that to, you know, I just got to get it done. I just got to get it done.
0: But Like, if, if I get it done, then I can.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Experience, whatever. Exactly. And I remember I was in a relationship with an ex, and I was so into my lack. Mentality and feeling like because I wasn't filling up my cup, that my whole life during that relationship was go, 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 go. go, When in fact, my household was in shimbo, when in fact, my stuff, my activities weren't being done, and I was not spending enough time with myself to really understand what was that need inside that I needed to fulfill that kept coming up to the surface that I wasn't enough. But when I started into practice and practicing, like, okay, I'm my own container of love. I am gonna feel into this feeling of feeling not enough. Let it be there with me. Let me dance with it. let me sway with it. And something beautiful just unravel. and it was like, "Oh my God, oh my God, I'm enough. I'm enough. Yeah. And you know what I've realized in that process? Is that if I give to myself first, then whatever I give to everyone else, it's okay. They receive it so freely. It was n- no condition. It's like they just received it naturally. Is that oh, okay? Oh, okay. Because I was filled up. And that's the magic of loving yourself. Because when you give to yourself first, whatever you give to people, they'll find the appreciation of it.
0: Oh, absolutely. And
1: even in my marriage right now, you know, I, I put myself first in the morning. I do my own practices, my own activities, right? And whatever I give to my husband, it's always perfect because it's me first. It's my own love that I'm giving to me. So when I give to him, it's like I'm giving him my surplus of love that or, that I already have.
0: It's like your cup runneth over. Oh, yes. And it's easy for it to be unconditional when it's over filled yeah if it's overflowing isn't it (laughs) yeah and
1: you know that when we get to the retreat because allison and i were gonna be putting up a retreat so that you can learn to embody this Mm -hmm. you know practices of self-love so that you can connect to the deeper side of you
0: yeah we'll be doing a lot of embodiment exercises yeah take you deeper into your self-love
1: and out of all the podcasts none of it will make sense without this episode
0: yeah, this, this is a really big episode because the things that we're going to talk about in the next couple ones, it will be difficult to open up mm-hmm. to what we have to say unless you begin to look and practice at your self-love Yeah, and open your heart to yourself. Prioritize your own heart's desires. Like what Sarah said, you come first. You are the most important being in your life. You are looking out into the world through your body if you have... Uh eyes to see or a body to feel or a nose to smell or a mouth to taste right like you are experiencing this world through your vessel and what's not to love what's not to love that's right Right? and and prioritizing your heart's desires and we're saying like it's not what you need no it's what you desire
1: it's what you desire, you desire what you that yearn for. It's kind of like you're salivating in a good way. It's like, oh, It's just juicy. It's yes. like your
0: heart is open, ready to receive it. You prioritize yourself. You start to feel whole. Exactly. You start to feel whole inside of yourself. And you. it also opens you up to being willing to look at yourself authentically. To look at yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly. Open yourself. And if you can do that, if you can open yourself to all of yourself, then opening yourself to the world, to a man, to mm-hmm. a relationship, to a career, mm-hmm. to financial prosperity—that's cake. That's right? the magic. That's the magic. Yeah.
1: And also, I want to add, Allison, because the if we we're gonna stress this self-love aspect and unconditional love, because for the healing to happen, it cannot happen without love. I don't care what modality you're using, mm-hmm. but if the love isn't there, what is that pain going to filter through, so that it get on the other side? Your love is the container that brings the healing. In us, the feminine, we naturally have it. It's our
0: birthright. It's it it's is. in us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just a natural side effect of embodying the feminine, of really deepening your self love. Is it's healing. It's very, very healing. Yeah. And you know, by really identifying with that self-love, rather than identifying with the things that you do, or the things that you say, or the outputs that you make, like, I'm an engineer, it's very much merit-based society, and the engineers, it's like, what you output is your value, and what your value is, is everything, it's like, necessary, right, but when you really connect with your self-love, and you embody that, and you deepen that, then, you can go out into the world while retaining your sense of self like who am I ever notice that you hang out with people and then you suddenly become another person yeah this is for you yeah right like if you're changing and vacillating between who you are who you know yourself to be and if you don't like it then begin to look like okay where is this insecurity what is this insecurity showing me And people who feel insecure they don't trust themselves like what if i say the wrong thing like what if i don't do enough and they are unable to count on themselves in situations that come up and that what's lacking is the self-love
1: yeah and the other part too is that when we look on a bigger level because you know allison and i were doing this podcast but uh, this podcast is also a movement it's cutting edge it's revolutionary right We're ahead of the times. (laughs) Right? And really, when we think of the feminine being healers of what's going on right here in the world right now, it is our own container of love that we're going to allow things to filter through. Because that's where the healing happens. By having that container of love, it's like, bring it on. I'm going to filter through it.
0: It's like a river is a natural water purifier because it filters the water that flows through it, through minerals and, you know, rocks that have good nutrients and energy in them. And we're like, that's the love is the filter and the water is the feminine energy. Yeah. And when we talk about healing,
1: we're talking about the energetic essence of the feminine because the feminine, one of its primary essence, unique essence, is the healing and we're the carrier of that love yes of that nurturing and you know and it it, it is our time in history to hold that container within each and every one of us women in our lives in our communities and relationships and before you know it it'll be a different world and i believe that if women stand in that power allison you're going to see the man begin as well to access their conscious masculine part of themselves
0: a natural consequence of rising up to your truest self of reaching your full potential, is other people around you they rise up as well
1: yeah and we can't just focus on man oh they should do this or things outside of herself yeah. as the feminine we it is our duty to hold up that love for ourselves and master it and hold it dear to our heart and practice
0: because contrary to popular belief people don't actually make you feel Mm -hmm. any certain way believe it or not you can feel however you want to feel at any given moment like you could feel happy for no reason like right now just (laughs) saying i feel so happy for no reason oh my gosh oh i'm so happy i'm just smiling oh my god i just did that for no reason now emotions are things that you feel when other people interact with you it's not something they they don't go inside of you and press a button and you feel happy mm-hmm. they don't go inside of you press a button you feel sad right it's not this person doing anything to you it's you your experience of the world what you make it mean that produces and creates and and it has you experience these emotions and if like we said like self-love unconditional love is a practice it is so Sarah. why don't we give them techniques to practice this unconditional love
1: yeah definitely I'd, i'd love to you know when we talk about this unconditional love for yourself one of the big benefits of that is that you'll notice that you'll begin to trust yourself you'll begin to just allow yourself to just feel what's there for you in the container of your own love because I know the world just push through and want women to just do things just do more and you know as long as you do more you're going to be happy but when you look around it is not the case so what I'd like to bring women in on is that You want to feel whatever's coming up for you in your body because the intuition of the body is just the emotional intelligence speaking through you, speaking through the cells in your body. And it's very important to trust that. Now, you may think, I'm not feeling like I could be connected to my body or my feminine essence, you know, but you know what, that's where the data is. That's where your all the memories are holographically recorded in your body. Now, that's the intuition. Now, there are some people, they're like, oh, don't talk feelings to me. I'm so AD, auditory digital.
0: What's the word? Um, oh, but, stoic. I'm just so stoic. Yeah. I don't have to feel anything. I don't want to be in my feelings. But
1: all that tells me is that they're stuck in one modality. They're stuck in just... You know, there are, you have five senses, visual, auditory, um, kinesthetic, odd, uh, olfactory, gustatory, right? That's how your nervous system takes in information. And if you're just using one modality and think you're superior to everyone, you're losing data, you're missing information. And that's gonna have you be very rigid in your communication such that, you know, it, it becomes hard to connect. With people at different level. Because you know. You can only relate to people. Who think like you. If you're just using one form. Of connection. And the intuition of the body. Is the strongest. Because sometimes. People can have information. Knowledge. right, But the emotional intelligence. Will triumph. Any day. Over just the. Knowledge without filtering to the love without filtering to that connection. Hmm. Yeah, you know, that's where the communication between mind and body is happening. Mind and body communicate. You know, all your senses they speak through you, and that's where the communication between mind and body is happening. And it doesn't make sense. Yes, you will be good at your career, but you'll be sucking in relationship if. You know, you're just stuck stuck in just one modality of communication. But the key is, if you find yourself, you fall in this category and be like, oh, I'm not into my feeling. Just know that it's your feminine yearning to become much more flexible. It's a it's a cry for flexibility, flexibility in behavior, flexibility in language, flexibility in connection with your heart and just allowing yourself to be cracked open, right? And just being open to what the body, the intuition of the body is saying, the emotional intelligence, and let yourself just feel whatever is there for you. And it can bring anger. It can be joy, excitement, whatever it is, just hold yourself in that mode. Like imagine you're your own parent. And you're parenting yourself and you feel, whether you feel the inadequacy inside you know that little version of you is crying please hold me please tell me things that feel good please tell me that I'm hurt please tell me my feelings matter because they're picking things up energetically we cannot dismiss it why would God give us senses eyes to see a tongue to taste right And a nose to smell. If we weren't going to use all of our senses to convey our expression into the world. Right? And one of the biggest ones is the feminine essence. Just allowing yourself to drop into the body. Notice how you feel if you were just a parent to yourself. What would you tell yourself when things get tough? Imagine yourself as a parent to a kid what kind of love would you want to give that kid when they're met with challenges what would you want to say to them what would you want to see them do how would you want them to feel in that instant how would you want them to relate to what's being done How? what new perspective would you bring to them from that place of love now as you think of that now just imagine that that kid is you that kid is you And now what I'm going to ask you to do is to be so generous and make that love your own love. And notice what that feels like. Notice the power it gives you, the strength. Notice how it opens up your heart, your eyes of curiosity, your ears to listen and come up with ideas, get creative. And you're feeling the flow flowing in your body. It's kind of like, oh my God, life is exciting because your environment is an environment of love. People grow when there's love. And for you to nurture that love inside becomes very important. Because if you want the world to give you love, first you have to start with you and start nurturing your own love inside. Without condition. And again, that's without condition. Because when you really love yourself without condition, that practice will stay with you for the rest of your life. And just imagine yourself how, how you would do your relationship how you would go to work if you make a mistake how would you act when that love is there notice how much more forgiving you'd be to yourself your ability to let things go such that you know your life can be rosy juicy and exciting and i wonder the many ways that you can just allow yourself to just flow with that now Notice how that kid inside of you would be suited when you provide that environment of unconditional love without condition. Because, you know, can you imagine the results that would provide? It's kind of like that little kid would be sued, feeling suited inside, feel like they can pursue anything. When that environment of love is there, that unconditional love to bring yourself in and to this daily practice, to learn to soothe yourself in a way that feels good for you. And we're training the body to just let go of the habituated, uh, habituated ways, you know, so that you can stay connected to the core of your love because that's the fertilizer for you to grow in life. And now, you know, life can be very wonderful. Just imagine how much better you're going to feel moving forward, supporting yourself in this gentle way that no matter what happens in life, right? It filters through that own love. It's like a superpower and you can have that.
0: That is amazing. That is so great, Sarah. Thank you so much for just taking us through that practice and showing us how we can love ourselves soothe ourselves soothe the inner child inside and really that like whenever we're experiencing these really stuck emotions the emotions that are difficult to be with there's a little child our little our little younger selves that are inside that are just crying out to be soothed to be held to be held exactly to be told beautiful things yes and that's the practice yeah in times that are tough hold yourself yeah soothe yourself like you would soothe a child yeah and it's good to practice when time are not tough
1: exactly it's so important so that when the tough time comes your your body's already in the habit of dealing with it effectively and so in it, a very yeah. supportive way
0: yes Well, I want to thank all of you for listening. This is a great opportunity for us as women to begin healing and really connecting to our power, which is our love creating that container inside of us. And because we have our own container of our love first, then our cup is just naturally full all the time. And it's just like overflowing, right? So we're never desperate Or looking for other people to fill up our own cup. Because we already have it inside. And again, it's a practice. And the more you do this practice of mastering the feminine embodiment, you can master polarity. Oh, and before you do any practices of mastering polarity, you must bring the practice of self-love. Oh, yeah. And that's what we were saying earlier in the podcast is like, not much of this is going to make sense or seem accessible unless you begin to practice the self-love. So in later podcasts, we'll probably be like, "Go listen to episode yeah. three, like the yeah. self-love episode." And let me
1: just say this: people who are doing the feminine practices without really taking the time to create that container of love for themselves, it can become techniques
0: easily strategies
1: strategies and it's not the real essence of the flow of energy inside right so that's why we make it a point that such that you're a real embodiment of your feminine essence it is first and foremost to connect with your own love because when that comes when we start going into later episode about relationship if your own self-love is not there forget it
0: get it yeah. does that make
1: sense so that's why we're where we're emphasizing this episode as one of the most important episode for you and listening to our podcast in the future
0: yes and it will be a theme going forward i think sorry, you just mic dropped it like pff, it was so great give yourself love first and that can be taking time to connect with yourself connect with your body Make sure you get up 30 minutes earlier so you can have your coffee and just stare out the window at the leaves and the breeze or something. Go for a walk, dance. Do something that makes you happy for yourself. Yes. Give yourself 30 minutes. How many minutes are there in a day? I can't do math. I'm an engineer. You'd think I could, but (laughs) how many minutes are there in a day? Just give yourself 30 of them and give yourself that chance to experience that unconditional love and just practice 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 practice, practice. thank you so much
1: allison and being in practice with me today absolutely and also doing this podcast you know just seeing the beauty from the inside out yes. because we're radiating being radiant in our own love and i can feel the light of our love oozing through our pores right now totally and may our listeners feel that over them
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes i hope that you walk away from this episode just feeling like you're glowing from within and you just love yourself you're just so present to how amazing and worthy you are that's awesome and we love you guys wild magnetic feminine babes and we'll see you again very soon Hello to my magnetic, wild, feminine babes. Allison here. I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it. If it would bring you joy, we'd be so honored if you would share our podcast with people you think would enjoy it, or share it on social media and spread the word. And of course, please subscribe to the podcast and follow us on social media at The Feminine Agenda. We are so excited to bring you more content in the next few weeks, so please stay tuned and keep listening.